Eminem released a new album called Music to be Murdered by. But that is not why we're here. We are here because it's thrown with smoke. UFC just happened. And Uncle Randy's been going crazy on Twitter today, starting with everybody that wants that smoke baby. Come get it. We are joined yeah. first off by Vince, right? First yes, man sir. to step up to the bat. I can't wait for this. It's going to be pumped up. How you doing, sir? Fucking fantastic. Life is great. Happy to be alive. God woke me up today. He didn't have to, so I'm appreciative. Well, cheers oh. to you, bud. I appreciate you coming on. We've been buddies for a while now since we started up. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and I'm a big fan. I know that you follow the sport. You love the sport. Day one. You're always open and honest about your opinions. You don't care. What, you know, it's not about what other people think. You give your straight-up opinion. It is what and it is. Even when we've disagreed, I've got nothing but respect for you. But for me, starting right off the bat, I want to get – let's dive straight into it and see what all of our thoughts were on the main event, Conor McGregor, Cowboy Cerrone. We'll let you go first. You go about, Is it Vince or Vinny or Vin? How do you want to – we want to be above if you want to find me for any reason that hashtag the re Ramos method will do it. My name is Vincent Vince, whatever works, works for me. Yes, sir. The V play so what method. Do you think? What was that, Joe? The was v, that? Is it your name? Hashtag the V play method. The V Ramos, Vincent Ramos, right here. So, my method of real estate is like no bullshit, straight to the point, kind of like my commentary. Keep it real. That's so, Plug that into Google and anybody can find me. So the easiest way. Yes, sir. So, yeah, your opinion on what you think, man? Yes, yes. So this is uh, counter to Uncle Randy. I don't believe that uh, that uh, Donald, you know, was paid on the low to uh, to take a dive there. What I do believe is he shit the bed like he has done in the past. He let me down tremendously. I didn't bet on Donald to win, but I did take the over. I thought it was going to go past one and a half. I was okay if Connor smacked him up, knocked him out. That happens. But I expected Cerrone to fucking show up, man. He said he's going to blow the roof off his place. He didn't do anything like that. And uh, kind of, I feel like, short changes of some kind of a fight, a good fight, for sure. Uh, my thought right there, I believe there is some fuckery. Not so much that he got paid to take a dive, but the way that the UFC handled Connor's return. Like, I looked at out of the people that he could have picked coming back, Donald was his easiest fight by, by any means. Absolutely. And because they let that shit slide, like that's where I'm like, all right, well, they're obviously trying to raise this kid, especially uh, we can get more into this later. If he, the whole deal with Zufa boxing and McGregor, whatever his production company is called. So there's just some fuckery. Like he could not have lose coming or lost coming back. Like, he needed a win, and Donald was the one that could give him that win. I agree with that. I think the the, the choice of opponent is in Connor's hands more than anybody's, for sure. So I believe he picked that. I said it a long time ago. I thought Donald would be the only one that he could come back to fight and would probably win because I yeah. don't think he beats any of the others. At 155, I didn't even think about 170 because he has no business there, really. <laughs> I didn't see him beating Khabib, Tony, uh, even Al, any of those guys, I couldn't see him beating any of them. So it was for me when I saw it, it makes sense. But I thought we'd have a good fight. Yeah, I agree. Here's where here's of all the things that Uncle Randy said that's outlandish. I want everybody to understand that this is nothing you know ever personal with any of these fighters. I don't know them. I'm not friends with them. It's never personal. I'm just giving my opinion on it. 
my mind is always open to be changed. So, and with this, with a fix, no one will ever know, especially nowadays. It's not like it would have been something where a bunch of people would have known, but actually my biggest beef right now is the disrespect that's been shown to Tony Ferguson. And let me tell you how, because they're already jumped to Connor and fucking Khabib. Dana's done everybody in the UFC and they're just shitting like Tony Ferguson don't exist. Let me tell you folks, Tony Ferguson can beat Khabib. Tony Ferguson can beat anybody because if you're on top of him on the ground, you're still in as much trouble as you are if you're on the feet with other fighters. You might be in more danger because Tony's going to cut you up from the bottom with elbows. He's got a rubber guard from hell. He's Eddie Bravo aficionado. He can bend himself in half, and he's going to be on the attack. He's not going to be trying to stall you or anything. You're going to be in as much trouble down there as anywhere. So that's the first disrespect. What Do you all agree with that, or do you think that's – Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I definitely agree uh, that Tony is getting overlooked because they're already that's already one of the talks there, of him getting the rematch. They're acting like the Tony fight didn't even happen yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard though. I, I think Dana's smart enough. He does chime in. He has to get through Tony, right? Like that's a real fight. You know, he even said that uh, uh, to everybody about this fight. Said that everybody's showing massive disrespect to Cerrone, right? Like. I, I I don't know maybe maybe I'm a, a a simp or something like I don't believe in the you know I know that the UFC wants things done a certain way because that would benefit them fi- financially but I don't think that it actually goes as far as whispering in somebody's ear like hey you know go this our way and we'll take care of you I feel like there are just way too many loose lips out there I can't see people keeping those type of secrets at some point we'd hear about sure. this and and I don't think we have. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm conflicted, right? Because, you know, I love this sport. I know what the UFC was and has become, right? But it's also I'm getting scared that we're almost in a place where it's going to go backwards because you got guys like ben, Big John McCarthy. Love him. On his podcast today, though, everybody's shitting all over Stephen A. Smith, right, the, the analyst for ESPN. ESPN owns the motherfucking thing. You know, it's, the deal is done. They've got to bring in their guys. It's not his fault that he's not a fighter or anything. He says his opinion, but it butts hurt, but hurts these people so bad, despite the fact that he said the same thing that Dan Hardy said, almost word for word. And people were loving Dan Hardy for saying it, but because Stephen A's not a fighter, they shit all over him, you know? And this is, if you take away the voices of dissension in any argument, you go backwards, you take money away. Like people that, that discern as far as talk and speculation only put more eyes, more controversy, more money into the fighters pockets. Or if you want it to be where just fighters can talk about fighting and that's it, then you're going back to UFC one, you know, you got to let people be able to weigh in and just, you know, whether they're right or wrong, respect their opinion and have the open dialogue. Right, right. To that point, I can't stand Stephen A. Smith. And I'll tell you why. One, if he says whatever he says to get a reaction, good or bad, he's done his job. Right? He knows but what he's doing. Shut the fuck up talking about MMA. I can't think right now I'm on the spot, but I remember when they first started talking about the UFC, they were given some stats and some information that was so far left, like it was so wrong. I'm like, man, now I can't fucking trust you when you're talking about some shit that you do know. Because you're sure. acting like you know what you're talking about right now. And you really don't. Maybe he's learned some more since ESPN's really taken over. But yeah. uh, for sure, I can't stand that motherfucker. I need to respect 
who's giving their opinion if I'm going to care about it at all. Sure. I mean, but, you know, the ESPN is going to put their most controversial, you know, that's why they insert it for this exact reason, because they know that there's guys out there like Vince that hate Stephen A. with such a passion, right? And I get it. He's land as shit. That's on purpose, though. People forget everybody's out there. Everybody's got their thing, right? That their angle, their shtick, yes, and, and that's what they stick with. But you you got to be able to at least hear it, and it's not always so personal on the fighters. Now, here's where we get into the may or may not be fuckery with the fucking fight. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never. I'm not saying the fight was fixed. I will never know. But what bothers me, what's what I didn't like. I'll give you the pros and cons the, where I don't what, the reason why I can't say it's fixed for sure is because as soon as they came out, Connor rushed cowboy. He threw that straight left missile missed. And when cowboy slipped it, he ran into Connor's thigh, almost like a knee, you know, like a, it, it looks like it may have even been a knee, but it was con, it was cowboy running into just the lower part of his thigh and his eye ballooned up that same left eye. That's been ballooning up the last three fights. Yeah, be worried about an orbital issue that's never healed all the way. And so that's real. I feel like that probably rocked him a little bit. Then the shoulder strikes, which have been around since fucking beginning of time. People act like that's new. Nope. That's been around for fucking ever. John Jones has been. John but it, I, th- I think as far as the shoulder strikes go, it's because it's it's not utilized a lot any anymore at all. Like or very rarely, even like toe stomps. Like toast arms mm-hmm. never get used anymore. So well, when they come out, it's flashing. Effectively, oh, my bad. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's been as effective with it like Connor did. That's crazy. That's the hard part. We've seen John, we've seen Nate do that, but it's never really done anything to, you know, to that extent to anybody. Yeah. For sure. This well, is Connor, was, Connor was, was fucking raring them bitches up. I mean, I give credit where it's due. For one, Connor looked good physically, he was very full, he was muscular. Tell that motherfucker hadn't cut an ounce of weight. He looked really good. He looked strong. He looked like the bigger guy by far. When they were, you know, toe-to-toe, it was pretty drastic as far as the width and girth. He was much bigger. But where it bothers me is Cowboy, when they clinched after Cowboy was trying to recover from hitting uh, Connor's leg, Cowboy had an overhook and an underhook. His left hand had the underhook. Right arm had the overhook. He takes four or five consecutive shoulder strikes and never attempted a throw of any sort. Like, I mean, if he's rocked, I guess, you know, I can't, I've never been rocked in that position. I've been rocked before and it sucks. So I can't, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I know exactly what's in his head, but I feel like he could have done something defensively there. Sure. He goes to the ground, turtles up. He does kind of roll like cowboy tends to do because he's, he's very flexible, but he never grabbed a leg. He had a post there he could have grabbed, looked for a sweep. That's armchair quarterbacking. I know that. Um, but you, you look at the strike totals. You got 19 strikes from Connor, zero from Cowboy. Have, has anyone ever seen him not throw a strike? He kicked once. Yeah, but it didn't land. It was no. blocked. So it <laughs> right. doesn't count in the stats. It was 19 strikes to none. Yeah. So what, what say you about that happening? Unless it's a one-punch knockout, I've never seen a fight where no – return fire was given so in 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 uh, uh cowboy's defense he's so i think even too a little bit can't really tell but it looked like maybe cowboy was ready to go for the touch and connor fucking lost that left on him so 
one surprise there. Uh, uh, yeah. Two, he came, he came right at him and he did clip the hip or the leg, right? And mm -hmm. Cowboy said that that disoriented him, disoriented yeah. him. And then he takes the shoulder strikes, one of which fucks up his nose. And then he's a slow starter. And then Connor pours it on. And I was pissed off for sure. Felt like he could have done more. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I just, uh, I don't know. You know what? It was terrible <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, like all I want, all I care about in the discussion of a fixed fight is I just hope that people would acknowledge that in prize fighting, that's a real thing. People act like it could never happen. It never, ever in the world of prize fight. Like this is a very, you know, when money gets this big, there's always the chance for that shit. Now, yes, we have more access to information now. So where you think, you know, you'd be worried about closing loopholes and shit. But to say it could never happen is absurd no. to me because it's 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 prize fighting. Correct. I, I wouldn't say it's absurd, but I'd have a hard time believing cowboy red blooded. You know, he actually people were calling him out ahead of time for maybe taking a dive. Right. And so he was yep. like, no fucking way. I'm not. You guys are crazy. Like you already addressed that. If somebody's going to take some money to do some shit, it might be Mike Perry. Right, like I don't mm. think it's funny. <laughs> there, there are a few other people out there like fuck yeah, give me the money. But I, I just don't see Cerrone being that guy. And two, to to your point, being able to tie up all those loose ends, you know, some mm -hmm. of the camp, you know, who who could be aware of it somehow that never say anything. Fighters who don't make any money look at an opportunity to come out with a story to TMZ. We just we haven't seen it, you know. Yeah. Until we do, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and just believe that he shit the bed and cost me 250 bucks on the over. Okay, well, he so, cost me some money. So how about this though, right? People don't like look into it on this regard. So we're in a sport in the UFC. There is no union protection for fighters. They're contractors. They get a contract. It means nothing. They can be cut tomorrow. If you're on a six fight deal, Vince, and Dana doesn't like you, you know, you have a bad performance. You can be cut even though you got five more fights, but if you have five more fights and you decide you want to fight for Bellator, they'll hold you up with their best lawyers in America and you'll never get to fight for Bellator. Our business. So in a business where you have no union protection, you have no job security and you know, cowboy with everything that he is, which I love cowboy. He's been one of my favorite fighters forever. Joby can attest to that. Goes to Diaz brothers for me and then cowboy. My wife will never pick a boy. Um, but I also know he's a, he's a loving father. He's got a grandmother that he loves more than anything and wants to repay. I also know that he lives a very lavish lifestyle. He's even said he hasn't been good with his money. So to tell me that there's no, like, I know it's obscure and I'm being Eddie Bravo here, but I'm doing it intentionally just to give people to see that it could, the the weather was right and he's the right guy to pick because he's a company man nobody's towed the line harder for the ufc than cowboy Cerrone, and he should be rewarded for that which i think was getting this fight was a part of that Absolutely. you wouldn't get justin gaethje to cooperate and shit he's going to do what he wants he's a wild man you know that he's fucking crazy and he'd probably you know i think he would murder connor honestly in a fight and jorge's not going to do it george is going to do he thinks he's the A side. And, you know, I love some George Miles with all. So it might be. So, with all those facts and me just saying, listen, I'm a little skeptical. I'm, 
I hate it because I've never seen Cowboy like. I know he starts slow, but I've never seen him not get off a punch. Crazy. And I didn't think Connor would be the first one to make him do it when he's fought all the animals he's fought. Agreed. That's why I bet the over. But I'll tell you, if Jorge gets that fight, I'm betting I'm betting the house. I'm betting everything. Masvidal <laughs> by murder. No question. <laughs> dog by murder for sure. Yeah, please sign me up. Take all my money. I'm, I'm, I'll be there for one. And for two, I'm going to bet everything I got. So what do you do? Do you think he goes from right from this to Masvidal? That's what you do right now? Oh, no, I don't think he wants to. I, no. He was on the rail today. Or, or no, he wasn't. Listening Captain to all of his things. He could have he could have set this up beautifully with the Conor McGregor call out post fight in the ring or even you know on the stage uh, the post fight and he didn't do that and you know this guy's jumping over fences chasing Jose Aldo when that's the guy he wants next he knows how to set up the next fight it's obvious he doesn't want Jorge He's, it sounds to me like he wanted to, to fight Paul Felder calling out the little bitch on the desk that's who he was talking about at 170 and then he said I I. I'm I'm almost there. I'm building up in this division. So he doesn't want Usman or Masvidal right now. He wants Paul mm. Felder. That's crazy. Do you yeah, think- well, he wants that's going to do like like Cowboy said he would do and stand and bang. Mm. Only. Yeah. But Jorge will stand and bang with him, but murder him, in my opinion. He's saying Felder will stand and bang with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For- yeah, yeah Felder's going to stand with him. They're going to kickbox, you do, know? Do they use this is. opportunity to do the Nate trilogy? Possibly. I think they at that over Jorge. Like, he, you know, go ahead. He can probably beat Nate. That's that's competitive, at least. But Jorge's going to murder his ass. Still, no, I, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I, I don't think Jorge is going to lose to him. I think him and Usman is actually an interesting fight, but we can touch on that. Uh, later. Well, I got a little, I got a little smoke. I want to delve out, and I want to see where you guys stand on this because uh, oh, I think it's a real thing. You got uh, Brendan Schaub out there came out and uh, you know calling Nate Diaz an idiot because uh, he posted not directly but almost directly because right after Nate, you know, he posted, "Shit's fake. It's all fake." Mm-hmm. By the way, he's the only fighter that posted that and left it up. Felice Herrick did, and she deleted it. Hers is gone because somebody got to her ass, you know, and she realized got to straighten the fuck up. I got Uncle Dana and them around the corner. Hell, my ass will be cut. The only one with the ball sack big enough with a big, huge, stony ass set of balls, Diaz Brothers. And his shit is still at the top of his Twitter feed. And Shab calling him a fucking idiot. Nate's already got up in Shab's face before. In the back, you know, there's video of it where he confronted Shab. Shab might get slapped the fuck up. Yeah, Shab's funny. He's funny except when he's on stage. That motherfucker's not. I was like a masochist, like trying to get through it. Like, like what? Oh my god! I don't think I've ever seen anything worse. So yeah, he's not funny on stage, but funny as fuck talking shit like that. Yeah, but he got. I mean, and it's funny. He's he's acknowledged it, which was smart, calling himself the CM Punk of comedy. You know, clearly <laughs> got in on the uh, street because of who he knows and shit in the comedy. Mm-hmm. But uh, you got Luke Thomas out there kind of said the same thing. And the fact that these guys that are linked to, you know, ESPN or shows that have a high dependency on the UFC for access and shit like that, 
you know, our diehard, you know, riding in the paint. Thomas said, if anybody even uh, considers that there was a fix, they're like the gonorrhea of MMA, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's just, that kind of shit's obscure and crazy to me, you know. I told, people can have their own opinion. Most of me doesn't even believe that it could be a fix. But there's a piece because all the fucking little pieces that could happen. <laughs> and I hate it. And I hope it wouldn't be Cowboy because I know his integrity, how much he loves the sport. But I also know he's an aging fighter. He's been knocked out a lot. You know, he knows he's on the ass end of his career. Those are all good points. Let's move on to some more fuckery that was on this card. How about the uh, Claudia-Alexa Grasso fight getting scrapped because Grasso came in five pounds over in Nevada? That's it. Can't say anything else. Unprofessional. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. I mean, I'm almost to the point with women. I hate to say this. I I say it because I'm tired of fights getting canceled. But I know my wife very well. And I do know that when it is a certain time of the month that water retention is higher. I do know that. I've seen it. I see it with her abs and shit. It's pretty clear. Now, she's not a professional fighter. If she is, she's got to figure that shit out and be able to dial that in and put that as a variable in her weight cut equation because they use that as an excuse all the time. But with all these fights getting canceled at the last minute i mean on the day of weight if you're five and a half over after you've been trying to cut how heavy were you when you came into fight week yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying let's yeah. fucking pray. did she use the uh the period excuse i don't think so right she just no she up, right I, I didn't hear an excuse from her right? yeah she, she threw it in in one of her sta- i read one of her statements she said i'm not gonna just say that it was my period that it came on. I was going to say it was the, you know, so she's saying that without saying it, that maybe that's a part of it. She owned it. I don't really have a problem with her, but how do you take care of this as far as women and cutting weight? Do you think it's a weight cutting issue in general? People need to quit cutting so much weight or more weight class. Sure. Absolutely. Fight at your walk around or you're closer to weight for sure. But Hey, when you sign on the dotted line, they have a calendar. They know when the cycle is, they can do it or they cannot. You know, uh, a man or woman, no, no excuses. You sign, say you're going to make a weight, fucking get there on weight, man. It's uh, that's terrible for Claudia who doesn't get paid. That's terrible for all kinds of people, right? Like, uh, just no good, unprofessional, no excuses. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted to see that fight badly. I, I like both of those girls. Yeah. Uh, like beasts, they're both beasts. I, I was excited for it, but um, and, and I think if it was just uh, uh, you know, menstrual cycle related that she wouldn't have immediately said, hey, I'm going to go up to the next weight division. She's having yeah. problems getting down, right? So Yeah, she did acknowledge she's going up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. For sure, which is a smart move on her part, too, to satisfy Uncle Dana, because he hates when people don't want to acknowledge that. Uh, you know, you got guys that are critical, are repeat offenders of this shit, like Kevin Gastelum, guys that mm-hmm. just can't get their, their weight in check, which kills me because they're such good fighters. You know, if Kelvin could get his diet under control, imagine that motherfucker for real. Throwing hands at a healthy 170 like he should at a good, solid 170, he'd be murdering motherfuckers. Yeah, absolutely. Dana was surprisingly okay with uh, Alexa's myth, so he was giving her tons of credit, saying now she's the sweetest girl in the world, and if she missed weight, then something must have really went wrong. And 
he he, he didn't seem the the least bit upset with her, which was he a, didn't. I think because she accepted responsibility, like you're saying, she didn't just throw out fuckery, but she covered her bases in her statement. I, I don't have a big problem with her. I hate it for people that bet, which is a big part of the sport. It's a big part of revenue. I mean, it is Vegas, and it, it hurts, uh, you know, a lot of people that did that. But hopefully she'll go up 125, and she'll be good to go. You know, I expect she will be. She's a fucking stud of a, of a yeah. fighter. But speaking of the women, where I thought the, the best fight of the night to me, the best performance was Roxy on the whole fucking card. Yeah. As far as who out kicked their coverage and performed the best, fucking Roxy. The fucking legend, old school OG that people don't put enough respect on her name. Because she's so fucking goofy when she fights. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it, it's valid. Uh... <laughs> Right, because she's so herky jerky, like a like a <laughs> mean fucking just goofy as fuck. But uh, yeah, did good for her. Did uh, you yeah. say like Keith Jardine? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a fantastic <laughs> comparison. Yeah, she like is. That's a for real good comparison. Yeah, she's herky jerky. She's a weirdo. You know, she embraces it, which is great. She's quirky as fuck. Yeah, good. I was happy for her to to kind of maybe humble. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Barbara. Yeah, Dubisi yeah, Barbara. Did her knees? You know, um, as much as you can. I think to, I think you were going to mention her cutting Roxy off in the post fight, which which you know just speaks to her mindset, which is it's selfish. Um, uh, it, it's all about her, and that is you know what the greatest ever uh, uh share in common right like yeah. you know jordan Kobe, bird all these guys are fucking assholes notorious assholes because that's you have to be selfish if you're going to be the greatest and i think she's trying to be the greatest and i think that's her personality she's a selfish asshole she she was trying to apologize for Roxy, but um but she couldn't even let herself do that she ended up nope. about she i think that's what she wanted to do she wanted to say i'm sorry maybe for uh not responding about the bathtub thing i think yeah. she to do that but her fucking you know all about me got in the way of that and it came out all all odd that's a fair point but where where i where i get the most fuckery from this and nobody's putting it on him but i'll always call people to the carpet people wanted first some people blame joe rogan they said i can't believe joe rogan gave her the mic listen joe's got an earpiece in the truck told him to give her the mic yeah. and let her talk He's getting called by the truck. The truck said, see what she has to say, because she was grabbing for the mic a little. Joe could, Joe probably would have went to, to Roxy. But either way, Joe is getting told what to do by the truck, and he has to try to listen most of the time. So I don't put it on Joe. And Macy, like you said, she's, she's a little selfish. She's young. She's only 21, and she's a fucking beast of a fighter, right? But then her dad comes out, releases a statement the next day. Daddy today says, she blew in the first 10 seconds of the fight. All that is so fucking disrespectful to Roxy because I don't care if she had her leg cut off. Roxy beat the dog fuck out of her, and that just happens. A grizzled veteran just beat her to death. I give her props for lasting. Tough, good chin. I think she can learn from it. I think her knee was tore up there toward the – Roxy even said she thinks she tore it in the second round, which is where I think she did. Yeah. But she toughed it out. Good on her. She could have looked a lot better had this been handled better, had Daddy not chimed in. Because regardless, she's now a professional. She's not a little teenage girl that Daddy's got to protect. She's a grown-ass woman in a professional sport where she beats up other women. You know, Daddy's got to 
take a back seat here, get her little ACL repaired. That shit happens all the time. Remember, Connor tore his to the bone against fucking Max Holloway when they fought years ago. Connor right. tore it. They're, they're reminding her of that for sure. I think daddy's doing what he needs to do to lift his uh, little girl's spirits up and get in her head and, and say that it happened early. But I bet you they're telling her all about Connor because after that, Connor is when he came back on a fucking terror. And uh, yeah. I'm sure they're reminding her of that exact point. Yeah, what'd you think, Joe? What'd you think of uh, Macy? Uh, I think Roxanne looked great. I think that knee looks like it hurt like a motherfucker. Her trying to step on it and going out. I'm surprised that a the doctor was checking it. What that was the first round where he was checking it in between rounds. Uh, the first and, into the second round. Second and third. Yeah. Was yeah. It the second and third. Second before the third. So right there, I'm surprised they didn't stop it if it was that bad where she couldn't even walk. Well, it's a dumb opinion. First off, for a doctor, because what he did, he did the normal knee check. I've had Man. that surgery for an ACL. He then tells her corner she's got a partial tear. That's a bad medical because you can't tell discern between a partial or none or a full from that one. I mean, you can get an idea, and that's going to lead you to an MRI. Right? That's where that's going to do. They're going to feel it's loose. All right, there's probably some fuckery in there. We need to do an MRI. But just to tell them for sure, but either way, everybody's blaming that. It's still a fight. People fight with torn ACLs all the time. People fight with, with injuries. We're getting a little too sensitive now about what people can and can't fight with. They're paid professionals. No, I get that. But the fact that you had the doctor come in, usually if it's torn, you're not, you're sure. not having the doctor come in between rounds to feel to see where we're at. Well, that's the new world, right? That's what yeah. like the New York doctor stopping Nate's fight yeah, well, because that's, that's the New York. and his cut opens up when his eyebrows are pure scar tissue. That's New York. Did they um did they check Tiago Santos's leg? And he was fucking flopping all over the place. Like why did they check Macy's check. leg? I've never seen that before. Right, no, nobody has. That's what they were saying even uh, even there. Rogan's like, I've never seen a doctor go in and check the knee yeah, like that, either. massage it, feeling what's going on. Tiago Santos is yeah. falling all over the place <laughs> for four rounds, and I don't. I mean, I might be wrong. I had I have to rewatch it, but I don't remember a doctor going in there and checking his shit. No, giving no. that diagnosis with you know two seconds, that was crazy. Does that <laughs> hurt Barbara's chances with getting to to Paige? Right, because that was her goal. Like she wants Paige, whether it's uh, a, I think she could beat Paige. I don't know. Paige doesn't impress me for as hot as she is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't mind the body, man. I mean, I'm not looking all up here. I don't mind. I don't mind this part. It looks okay. nice. Okay, okay, that part is, is that part cute. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying she a ten, yeah. but like from here, you know, mm -hmm. that stomach, bro. Like this is stomach. But anyway, <laughs> does this hurt her chance going forward to calling out her next opponent? Nope. I don't think this hurts her a bit. She's so young. She's cute. She's a killer. Mm. I think if she learns from all this, we'll remember any of it. But it's a matter of not repeating any of these behaviors that are big uh, red flags if it were to continue, I, which I don't think it will. I think she'll learn from it. She'll rehab the knee. The knee will be fine. Um, and she'll come in and, and wrestle fucking destroy more girls. Paige don't want the smoke. I mean, I don't know as much as Paige is, she don't want the smoke, and that's fine. She's an Instagram model, you know? That's what her thing is now. <laughs> yeah. She made more money on that. True. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to her. Yeah. Like Uncle Randy said, because 
how she pushed. She could have, they could have threw in the towel in the third round. They could have waited, they, you know, she could have quit on her own. All my knees broke out. True. But she fought. So she showed real fighter heart. Got to give her credit for that, whether she's yeah. an Arizona, you know, chick or not. Yeah, she, she fought. She's a fucking fighter. Give her credit. So, and, and there's just more eyes on her. She was on ESPN, right? ESPN. Uh, headline spot on the prelims. More people saw her grind it out. Yeah, she'll be back and and bigger than ever. And to to give props to Roxy, my point with her, what I'm so impressed with is how long she's been in the game and she's still getting better. You know, because she's it's tough to still get better at her age. And I, I just hope everybody doesn't just pass it over and kind of realize because in women's MMA, she's one of the pioneers, man, that get left off the list. Oh, yeah. Doing the damn thing for years. Long time, yeah, yeah. And she is getting better. It was noticeable in this fight. Last fight, even as well. She was like, dang, she's getting she's doing a lot more. But this time she actually looked comfortable a little bit. Yeah, down on a jab with Macy that I was like, Holy shit, I've never seen her strike and have anything behind a strike. You know, she's usually all about the wrestling, the jujitsu and weird footwork and stuff, like you're saying, real herky jerky. Just like the Dean of Mean, Keith Jardine. <laughs> Just like a great comparison. Which other fight you want to talk about, Joe? We got well, I mean, speaking of women, we might as well get we can go into that one first. Uh, Pettis and Diego, that one hurt me. But Holm and uh, Raquel Pennington. You had home holding her against the cage most of the time, pulling that. I'm just going to grind into you the whole time. Do a little bit of strikes. Raquel's. I couldn't. I couldn't strike like I wanted to or do anything. Dana was upset. I think that uh, Raquel's hands didn't go. But home gets the win by decision. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of? What'd you think of the fight? Uh, it was boring as fuck. I mean. <laughs> But it is Raquel's job. I'm not one of those people that are going to outlash a segment of MMA is grappling, is the ability to uh, dismantle your opponent or impose your will on your opponent. Their job is to not let that happen. And, uh, you know, you can't blame Holly. She she laid on, you know, leaned on her, put her weight. She was the stronger uh, woman in the fight. What I think is bigger maybe that wasn't disclosed as much to people, you know, Holly, she had to back out of this fight, I think in November because she had a tear in her hamstring, a pretty good tear. So they had to let that heal. And if that hamstring is not a hundred percent, anybody that's ever had a hamstring injury, I mean, fuck being on your bike the whole fight. That's going to be terrible. You could twinge that thing at any moment, but Raquel, she's got to be able to get off. Goddamn, that's just the key. I mean, that's part of it. It sucks. I hated to watch it. It was the most boring fight on the fucking card. Right. But you lost, though. You can't come in with those excuses afterwards, you know, and say that she didn't want to fight. She did want to fight. She just wanted to lay on you on the fence, and you couldn't do shit about it. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, for me, Holly Holm, like, uh, uh, I got two points on her. One, for me, she served her purpose, right? Like, uh, she kicked... Ronda in the mouth. And I called that shit before she got into the UFC. I did too. I did too. Uh, it's, on, it's on my social media somewhere back then. This is the one who's going to do it. I loved her technique. I was with a bad bitch at Hooters when that fight happened. Kicked her in the <laughs> mouth. It was, it was great. I, I'll never forget that. So Holly Holm has served her purpose. I'm thankful for that. But she is, is terribly boring because she's so robotic and regimented. It's the same. <laughs> The entire yeah. time, like, like if somebody's not charging at her, like, 
like Betch Carrera or, or Ronda, then it's going to be boring for sure. Um, yeah. But I also appreciate uh, Holly because I think next uh, next to uh, what is that what is that um, Polish girl's name uh, uh, Carolina, yeah. which yeah. next to her she's like the second best dressed woman in MMA. Uh, uh, I, I I like I like it. She's she's hot from yeah. here <laughs> for sure. She's super fit. She looks good up there. And I think a lot of these MMA chicks they need to pay attention, man. Not going up there with the hat backwards. You know, in jeans, whether they're lesbian or not. Come on, man. Step your fucking game up, please. Yep. Well, here's what I think has served her. It's almost been a detriment to Holly uh, is that she trains with the men. So she's learned that body weight. She's had to fight, you know, lean John Jones in training all the time. They're big training partners. There's video of her out there clinching with him, pushing him up against the wall, holding him there. So her like muscle memory has become, you know, I'm going to impose my weight on you. Hell, I can throw guys around. I'm going to throw you around. And Vince is absolutely right that the only she likes to strike is if she's counter striking. She's not a first. She's not going to go first. And that's just, you know, some people have that. Some people don't. Connor, to his credit, will always go first. Always go first. He will missile. He'll throw that left hand or throw a head kick or a knee. Like, he's going to go first. Bet you, he's not- <laughs> Bet you he doesn't run at George. Oh, shit. That would be great. I would love to see how that uh, that opening sequence goes. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Run at George. No fucking way. Nope. If that fight <laughs> ever happens, I don't know if I will get that card. I will. Somebody else will have to buy that card. I don't know if I want to spend money and like I already know he's losing. Like that one hurts. Like I mean, I'm still gonna buy the card because I'm sure they're gonna be. Scared. You know what I mean? That's not what I'm saying. But it, it's why would anybody ever take Connor in a bet? You honestly think he's gonna be? No, of course not. He's gonna get murdered. It's horrible. I can't. No, his fans are gonna are gonna show up. They're gonna bet on him. They're gonna be online talking gang of shit for sure. Uh, I think I think uh, people don't give enough credit to Connor's success because of his Irish, his rabid Irish fan base, right? Like they 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 deserve more credit. Connor's done what he said he's going to, done his part, but those guys are so loud, right? They they're loud online, they're loud in public, they shit like they're amazing, man. They people need to give more credit to those Irish fans. No, well, yeah, he. I give credit to Connor for a lot of things. Uh, I think he's, if anyone could be an example of, you know, I'm no hippie here, but people that believe in like manifesting your destiny, he's the number one person to look at that. There's interviews of him when he came in the UFC, said what he's going to do, and he's done every single thing that he said. So his lofty goals, which he's always got crazy ass goals. I mean, now he wants to be the boxing he wants a boxing belt, all this shit, the 170 thing. You know, you can't deny his star. That's on him. You know, he did what he's supposed to do. But he's also entrenched himself so much into the financial uh, result for Dana White that I just feel like there's a conflict of interest sometime in there when it comes to the straight and narrow. And how could it not when there's that much money involved? You know, because I know about the Zufa boxing, right? Zufa boxing has went nowhere. They announced it during the the Mayweather McGregor fuckery. It was going to be huge. You know, they're hoping Connor could get now because of this win. It started up now. They're looking at Connor Pacquiao. That that's the what I'm hearing. 
They're hoping to make the first card on Zufa Boxing as the headline being Connor and Pacquiao. And if that happens, what does that say to this fight that what if it went bad? You know, it's just crazy. There's just so much. I don't know how to, to wrap my head around it, but fuck. Guy's got himself. I know he didn't get ownership points in the UFC like he wanted, but he basically did. And that's props to him. Yeah, he's a good businessman. But why, why is Connor always picking on these little dudes? Floyd, <laughs> old, little, retired, right? He was taller, longer. He, he, he was going to be a gorilla in the ring. And now he's calling out Manny, who's even smaller? Like, come on. I think, it's just, stop it. stop I think it. he just wants their name. Yeah. But yeah. the whole name. fuckery. Clout chaser. That, you know, Shab was – this is my problem with Shab. He was in that – from the jump, one of the biggest pushers of that fuckery, swearing it was on the up and up, real boxing fight. And I don't care, nobody will ever change my mind. I watched Floyd carry that fight until he wanted to end it. Clear. Totally clear. Everybody that says that was a real box is full of fucking shit. People that say, oh, Connor rocked him. No, he didn't. He didn't hurt Floyd for shit. Floyd did everything he wanted to until his dad told him, let's get this shit over with. Yep. And he did. Yep. And that's the way that it is. That's the truth. But that whole thing is no different when they were pushing that false narrative of how real it was. That shit wasn't real, guys. That was action. And uh, a lot of people got uh believe that shit was real. People still swear Conor McGregor went, what was it, seven rounds that he went or eight with uh, Mayweather? Swears he went eight or nine rounds with the best in the world. And nah, gave it all he could. You went ten. Nah. It was. It got stopped in the tenth. It was ten. Yeah. Yeah, it's ten. It, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, carried his ass for sure until he was ready to put it on him and finish him. Yeah. But Connor's Connor's crazy in the head, like like Macy and like all those other legends. You have to be. You have to be. It's all about you. No loss. No loss. They have to have a little bit of that, and of course Connor does too. Sure. Well, uh, uh, before we get so to what deep- did. We're gonna go yeah, go ahead, Joe. Pettis and Diego. Yeah, that went like I thought it would go. Yeah, Diego looked good. Pettis, I don't know. He's I don't want to say retire. Like I'm I'm nobody to say any of them should retire ever. Do your thing, playboy. But at the same time, he looked like dog shit. Yeah, I don't see Pettis is a guy that I don't think he has to retire right now. He's not getting like KO'd ugly, but He's a guy that you need to just put him in matchups with other interesting guys that need space to create. If you put a pressure fighter on Anthony Pettis at this point in his career, um, he's going to lose. And that's Mm -hmm. just the way it is. You know, you get a guy like Nate Diaz is going to be pressure, 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 pressure. He's going to beat the dog shit out. Uh, Ferreira did the same thing. He kind of constantly applied pressure. Uh, Pettis is the prototypical guy that needs space to create. Everybody knows that for those crazy kicks and shit, you got to have distance, be able to do that. That's why he was able to get to uh, Wonder Boy because they were both needing so much distance. True. Um, but unless you, you got other karate type guys to, for him to uh, to fight with, I think you're setting him up to uh, to lose. I missed that fight. I was making pizza. I didn't <laughs> <get it. laughs> uh, why do you lose him by a choke? Yeah, he got choked. Yeah, yeah. I just I just don't see. Uh, Pettis really doing too much anymore, and it's why why carry on and take damage. Not like you said, not that he's getting knocked out, but you're still taking damage. Yeah, okay, he's getting injured a lot. 
I hear that all the time. Surprised that Kenny Florian says it a lot. He doesn't want to see fighters taking damage. They're fucking fighters. They're in a fight. How come nobody cares about like the old lady who's cleaning the rooms and her back is getting broken all the time? Nobody gives a shit. But that comes with the territory. So does getting your ass whooped and taking damage as an MMA fighter. Yeah, I'm with you. It's uh, it's par for the course. You know, I think these guys know. And the other part that blows me away, right? People were saying this to me on Twitter, like that you're lying right because i'm bringing up this uh, possible fix just the thought that it just to expand your mind think think on it like eddie bravo look into it but but you know they're like oh i'd love to put you in the in the room with one of these fighters and see i was like bitch you pay me what you pay them i'll get in that room i'm your fucking huckleberry i swear goddamn hell i've trained i've been in the fucking uh on the mats in the fucking uh, local shitty level I've been there. I'll go in there and get my nose broke. No problem. If you're going to give me millions without hesitation, goddamn, I'll go take the best ass whooping. I'll go to the Gano and go right to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right to sleep. That's not lying. Doc, you I didn't know you were in town, but I'm not trying to die with Ngano. You got me. I'm not trying sure. to die. I'll take that Overeem left uppercut that almost knocked Overeem's head off mm-hmm. his damn shoulder. If I know it's going to set my family up for life, I'll take one goddamn hell. We'll see where it goes. Exactly. Like, yeah, last point on that for me, they get the fame, the glory, the money, the attention, the thrill walking out the bright lights. That's the trade off, man. They might get a little fucking dumber as they get older. <laughs> but hey, man, that's that's the sacrifice they're making for their family. Right. So, uh, fuck it. Get damaged all you want in there. Please entertain me. Absolutely. Well, I've got a question for both of you guys. I want to know, because we've touched on him a little bit, Joe B, but this is a guy that's grown in both of our hearts, even though he'd come off of back-to-back losses prior to his recent phenomenal win, is Kevin Lee. I want to know y'all's thoughts on Kevin Lee. He's, in my mind, a right Kevin Lee, a right one, with, with motivated, with good training. I just don't know if there's anybody with more tools and that young man, he is scary good if he's right. Yeah, as long as he stays at TriStar, dude, he looks great. Like his first fight there, he looked phenomenal. It looked like they uh, he's learned a lot. I worry about the staff affection that seems to keep coming back or whatever that giant you know, Boy. third tit was or whatever the fuck. I mean, it was a horn. Coming the second time was an ingrown hair. <laughs> yeah. That thing was huge. Yeah. But, but he looks good, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he, off, he looks great. He, dude. Went on, he went on today and ba- it was funny. His interview today was classic Kevin Lee. He was like, George Masvidal's whack. Conor McGregor's whack. Tony Ferguson's whack. And you know why he's doing it. I know all that. I'm not an idiot. But, you know, he's the guy that he's so young. And he got he's so good, so athletic that uh if he's right, he's dangerous for any of them motherfuckers. You can't just point him, you know, put him to the side like he's not relevant. No, I think he can be a champion at 155 for sure. And I think he 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 was on his way there when Robert Fallis was alive. Um, but that guy, you know, um um yeah. committing suicide yeah. fucked with him tremendously. Yeah, um, sure. he got Faraz in his corner and he's uh, he said it on Joe Rogan or somewhere that he, that he can let go of control and listen to this guy because he respects this guy like he sure. did Rob. 
that's what was missing when he was losing. And uh, he's on, man. So as long as he doesn't have staff or an ingrown hair, uh, <laughs> and somebody that he's listening to in the corner that he can really, you know, uh, let go. Yeah, I can see him being a champion at 55. Uh, absolutely. I thought he was. I thought he was going to get there. Um, yeah. Who was it against uh, Al? He didn't yeah. perform, uh, and then even I, I don't know uh, another recent one, but it was like, yeah, I was disappointed then. But I know it was because his coach was gone, staff. The staff was with Tony, right? That was still a great fucking performance with Ferguson, and he had staff. So uh, those two things taken care of, I, I'll ride with him. Oh yeah. Well, here's another interesting point. What about old Olenek, the fucking yeah. Russian mm. savage damn ripping me off your arms or choking you with an Ezekiel choke? First guy to have a, a pro MMA win in four different decades. Crazy. Dude, he's Guys, had 70-something 70, yeah, 70 fights overall. He's 58 and 13 and one. Like it. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. And I mean, I felt bad for Morris Green. I thought he came out; he looked pretty good. But it's just you, the okay. leagues, leagues of experience. He was there was no chance. But I, I'd like to see Maurice go again. Uh, I mean, look at first time on a pay per view, so maybe put him on a on a prelim or something. I I want to see what else he has. But God damn it! <laughs> God damn! Don't be taking Uncle Randy's tagline. God damn. <laughs> Hey, I'm oh, a different beast, dude, man. I, that guy has so much fight knowledge. It'd be crazy to go against him. I was uh, pulling for him. I thought he was going to be Gordon Ryan in that quintet super fight uh, jujitsu. I don't know if you guys follow that. Yeah. Uh, but he went up again for King Gordon Ryan, you know, one of the best to, to ever do it, no-gi style. Um, I heard him say something in an interview where he was like, ask Gordon what happened when we trained later because yeah. I don't train all the time. I don't train all the time. We wrote a few times. He didn't want to say it, but I think he was alluding to the fact that he might have caught Gordon. And I wouldn't be surprised that dude's squeeze and technique is, uh, you know, is, is great. It's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, alle- allegedly Patrick Cummings made fucking Cormier cry during practice too. So, <laughs> no, unbelievable though. Hey, I, don't, I don't know. Just watch that interview. Like you'll see. Maybe Uncle Randy can check in the community. I think he might have got him somehow, some way. Yeah. You know, Ask around myself. I don't, for some reason, Russian guys, I believe every word they say. I feel mm-hmm. like they don't have it in them. Like they'll be, they'll be lit on fire as kids if they lie. You know, in American shit, we all get used to being able to tell white lies and embellish our shit for our careers, kind of our mm-hmm. culture. But you even mm-hmm. saw Khabib after his fuckery with Connor. He said, Look, guys, I got to go face my dad. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. This is no good. This is not my best side. I'm going to go get a spanking yeah. from daddy. And he meant it, you know? So I, I believe if he's, yeah. I don't see them as really, they don't know how to promote through lies and shit. But what's more impressive to me is at his age, he's still willing to walk through fire and eat whatever you got just so he can get to a limb or something to get an underhook or something and drag you to the ground and then squeeze you to death. And how he squeezed Maurice Green in the first round for the last minute and a half, full bore squeeze, full. and still had any gas, is unbelievable. I've Crazy. been rolling before, and I've squeezed full bore for 10 seconds and Done. been gassed. Done. A 10-second ounce you got squeeze is like repping out 100 bench presses. 
you know, at your heaviest yeah. weight when you're really hammering down. And it wasn't fake. You could see Olenek's fucking arteries in his skull about to explode. Going to, yeah. He was giving me to defend, though. And I'm with you, Joe. If he can get with a striker, he's so big and long. I mm. think he's a beat. Yeah, it'd be interesting he's to see him go. One. At the ass end of the draw right there with old Olenek. Fuck. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I liked it. Overall, dude, I thought it was a good card. Yeah, it was all right. I was, uh, you know, wasn't like my tits weren't blown off from all the fights, but uh, I don't think it should have cost five more dollars. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that part pisses me off too. But for for the first card of 2020, it wasn't bad. I'll take it. There's been a lot of fights for this year. Well, I want to know from your guys' perspective, I want to get three predictions right here of who Connor fights next. I'm going to go. I think he fights George Masvidal before May. Boom, I'm going to say it. I think he fights him before May. Uh, let's see. I know Kavanaugh said on Ariel what he wants to fight summertime before the summer starts again. He didn't take any damage with Cerrone, so there's no medical okay. suspension. Uh, um. Well, I think they're gonna have to make. I don't think he'll get Masvidal yet. I think Feldman or Felder. Felt. I'm. I'm. I'll take it. It's not huge for me though, which is weird. But I don't think I. Dude, I want that Nate Diaz trilogy. Just give me that shit. That's what I want. He's gonna fight Nate. That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be some surprise that, thing. And then the winner of that can go for Masvidal again in that baddest motherfucker belt. Or the 170. Go after Usman. What? No, I'm just That's kidding. I'm just kidding. Right there. That's <laughs> people don't have any respect on Usman. He's boring to some people, but that's a cock strong motherfucker, boy. Just a bull of a man. I don't care if he's not the most savvy with his stick and shit, and he doesn't have a whole lot of swag, but what he's got. There's a whole lot of dick and a whole lot of muscle. He'll he'll hurt a motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know about his dick, but he's definitely going to wrestle fuck Connor for sure. He's definitely going to wrestle fuck that dude. Connor needs to hush. Hush with Usman. Hush with Masvidal. Hush if it does happen, if he does get Masvidal, it'll be International Fight Week, right? Um, That's uh, June, right? That. Yeah, I think July, right? Yeah, International July 4th week. week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's probably... Isn't Nate getting his surgery, getting plastic surgery, all his scar tissue and shit taken care of? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought that he was already going to have had that where they shaved the brow down because Nick had that. Yeah, yeah, you got to let it settle for a little bit before you can get I think, I think maybe it's Paul Felder in a, in a 170 tune-up. I, for me, what I heard McGregor say is he's just getting there. He's not at the top yet. He's trying to build into that weight. I think Paul Felder fits that bill. Iris Dragon, the real Iris, they're going to find some angle there. Um, maybe that's Connor's next fight. It's not Habib. It's not sliding into that. I'm not even going to try to uh, think that that fight's not going to happen. That fight's happening in, in April. Um, yeah, I think my money would be on uh, Felder. maybe Felder fight, yeah. I mean, that's not bad, and I, I'm actually a fan of Felder. Uh, I think he's had some uh, bad matchups, but he's tough as fucking iron. And uh, that would be an interest. Like, I would be willing to – I would want to see that to see how it ends up. Uh, I think it would be a war because you don't finish Paul Felder. 
he doesn't get finished. Bed like cowboy, that's for damn sure. Yeah, it's not going to lay down. But that was my last question for both of you guys that I wanted to ask anyone that that we were talking to tonight is: Does this fight do anything to Cowboy Cerrone's legacy? And I'll answer first for me because people think I'm saying that he took a dive again. If if Cowboy Cerrone did accept a dive in his predicament, as sad as this is going to sound, because I'm an ethical, I would understand it where he's at in his career with no union protection, blah, blah, blah. Not saying he did, probably didn't. If he did, though, I don't discredit Cowboy's fucking career because he's been a fucking monster. He spilled a whole lot of blood for a lot of folks for their entertainment over the years. And uh, I love him for that. I don't think it tarnishes his, uh, his reputation or legacy in my mind. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't think it hurts his legacy at all. Like he he's established way before this. This was his payday. He's wanted this fight. He just deserved this fight. That red panty night. He deserved that large check. I haven't seen anything have said what who who's made anything yet, as far as numbers. But yeah, I imagine he's made the most that he's ever made. Giving well, that's usually that's usually what happens when you're fighting Connor. You have the ability to negotiate that. So, well, that's a great point that I, I want to talk on. I don't want to interrupt you, Joe, but this is I forgot all about this. Thank you for bringing it up. Uh, the Luke Thomases of the world, the fucking Ariel Hawanis and Brendan Schaubs and shit, they come out talking about these fighters pay and wanting to act like they know. We get the disclosed amount of what they make. Cowboy got, like, I think, 200K disclosed. That's it. Uh, yep. With his base for this fight. He got 200K. I think Cal, uh, Connor got $3 million disclosed. Yep. Yep. Now... The bulk of any money that any fighter gets, and Israel Adesanya has said this on record, he said, all of y'all need to shut the fuck up. None of y'all know. It's the undisclosed money that we really get paid. So don't pretend that you know what we make because you don't. Anytime any of them say what they think, it's pure speculation because the UFC, to cover their ass, will release the disclosed. But, dude, there's deals and wheels and locker room bonuses. I'm not talking about the fight of the night bonuses. Those are disclosed. It's the undisclosed money where where Connor gets thirty million or you know twenty million, whatever it is, and Cowboy gets that five million, four million, three million that set him up with this fight. So we don't know. Is my whole uh, point? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Like what they're gonna get, and we'll never know. So people that want to have these arguments, that's why I want to make it clear. I'm not saying I know shit because I don't. And at the end of the day, neither do you. So we're we're really just pissing at each other just talking yeah but yeah i don't think it tarnishes his legacy he's a company man he's gonna be there no matter what they were like they'll call him tomorrow and be like hey i need you to fight somebody at a back out he'd be like all right dude let's fucking sign that line he don't give a fuck he's coming in the bank that's the one thing that makes me believe that he didn't take that dive but i get the we're gonna pay you more than anything you just don't do anything and it'll be over real quick and you'll be fine but i don't i don't think it hurts him he's gonna i mean who's next for him though that's more of the bigger question what do you do with him now that you is my be, you can't beat masvidal does he go back down to 155 or what to sit there he's already fought gaichi lost he's not gonna fight tony not gonna fight them like who what's next what do you it'd give a, him at all it'd be a test for the next up and comer whoever makes their name right he's gonna get some time off 
for sure. Legacy absolutely doesn't tarnish it. Been watching that dude since the WEC. Mm. He's a fucking badass. Shout out to WEC. But am I going to get all hyped for a Cerrone fight anymore, thinking this dude's going to fight to the bitter end? Absolutely not. He fucked me over, so I so I can't give him that. Uh, but you can't wipe away his his legacy and what he's already done. And uh, fuck Era Hawani for sure. <laughs> well, so that's that's a great point though. What you're saying, and I think it's people are going to think that that's. And I've had a problem with this. Joe will tell you where people put this negative connotation to guys that are gatekeepers. I don't think that's a negative fucking thing. You got to have gatekeepers. You got to have guys that will test up and comers to know what you got in your crop. Yep. And those, those guys have a job, have job security. Yep. They're needed. And they've got to be there if you want to have a good brand. And if you want to be different than Bellator, if you want to set yourself apart, you got to keep good gatekeepers around so you know what your prospects can really do. So, yeah, I think that's the perfect wheelhouse for him is to be a guy that uh, says shit, you know, like he did with Darren Till. Cowboy kind of took that, got that ass, um, but he took that Darren Till fight to see what they got, you know. Yep, agreed. All right, so what's the next? The next card, is it Khabib and Tony? No. It's got to be February is. Who is the next card? 247. Is it John Jones? John Jones and Reyes? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Dude, Jones yeah, all the so days. Early thoughts on that one. I've got there's something in my ass hairs that tells me uh, Dom's going to be tougher than John thinks because they're so similar if you look at their metrics. Like, it's almost a mirror image. But John Jones brings that fucking smoke. He, he's a different animal. What about, what about uh, with no Picos? No pegograms. <laughs> Don is definitely the greatest of all time. He's done some dynamic shit. Beat beat the best when they were at the end of their you know run, and, and even still the best. Um, but uh, has he had a really outstanding performance since he's been in trouble? No, I've said uh, that. His, I've made. I mean, his his second fight with Gustafin wasn't bad. And there oh, was yeah. well, the head, there was the head. Cormier was probably his best. When right, but that's made. that's where they were they were talking about the fucking the steroids, and that's that's yeah. when all the fucking pilgrims started. Was that that fight with Cormier where he head kicked him? It's like, oh well, he was really hot. It was like, yeah, yeah, but that was from the one before. That's not that's not now. That's what started every time he pisses his fucking picogram for months. I haven't heard shit on drug tests going into Reyes. I haven't seen. Well, anything I think UFC is is about had their head full with usada i think they're because usada's got more now backpedaling than they've had of findings they've done more oh we fucked up lately because their tests are so fucking sensitive that they're picking up all this bullshit right but i mean if you ask me for as a as a fan fuck it man i love the roid days <laughs> but if, it, if it's not gonna be roids with john jones i think he needs a dance partner that's gonna come in there and earn his respect. Nobody's got his respect. You know what I'm saying? Since Gustafson in the first one, he needs somebody that's going to hit him and he'll be like, oh shit, this is like my big brother whooping up on my ass. I got to, you know, tighten up and not play with my food. So is Dominic Reyes going to be that guy? I don't know. Cause knocking out an old Chris Weidman that's had his neck replaced and has been knocked out, you know, to me, isn't, uh, 
very impressive, but they got to find John a dance partner. Because he won't move up. Yeah. yeah he his ass whooped if he moves up. Engano's too yeah, too much. I don't I don't think he, he needs to handpick the right heavyweight for sure if he's gonna do that. He I don't think he'll be the heavyweight champion. He, I don't think he'll be Tengano, Stipe. Those dudes are beasts. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if if DC don't fight soon, man, his time is gonna be up. Like he's he's gotta hurry up and get a fight, and they can't get Stipe signed because from what I've heard, Stipe's eye is permanently fucked. But he still doesn't have any eye problems. He's actually got a legitimate health issue. And if you ask me, from watching Stipe, I know people don't want to say it. He seems a little punchy. I mean, he's taken a lot of, of, of heavy shots over the years. You saying he's got that Michael Bisbing? No, he's more of his speech. You no, know, I mean with the eye. That bad eye that, you know, looks off the end of the sunset from old, uh, who was it? The fucking, uh Vitor, steroided Vitor, kicked his eye out. So, so maybe that's how John gets to the heavyweight championship. Is if if Stipe can't go anymore because his eye is really messed up, then he vacates, and then it's then then you got DC and Jones at heavyweight, and that's how he can become the heavyweight champion, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the only way. Yeah, I don't see anybody like. Nganu, I mean, I don't care what nobody says. I know he's not a flashy talker and shit, but Nganu is a scary motherfucker. And we had a question. I was asking Uncle Randy, how many millions would it take uh, get in there one time with Nganu? Let me tell you, one million. If you're really giving me one million cash, I'll go in there and get knocked the fuck out. I'm not claiming I'm going to do a damn bit of damage. I'll go touch gloves and go to sleep. And, you know. I'm not claiming no bullshit. For a million dollars? Hell, I can make that last, goddamn. Hell, Uncle Randy can turn that million into millions, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen uh, again. It ain't uh, no big shit. Before we get well, too so long, what, 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 what's your last thing ahead. for, like, uh, throwing smoke? Something that you want to say to piss off the fans or anybody that might hear this? Well, what Uncle Randy wants to say is, goddamn, these damn little nerd bitches, right, that had never even uh, put on a pair, goddamn, hadn't never been in the damn gym, hadn't trained, hadn't even sniffed the locker room, son. I don't need your opinion, goddamn. Hell, if, just because you disagree with Uncle Randy doesn't mean you got to immediately try to damn uh, one-up me or say I don't know my shit. Hell, we don't have to agree, goddamn. We can be respectful adults. When I look at you and you look like a little bitch, goddamn, I can't do anything with you. I can't win with you. I can't even talk with you. So tighten it up, goddamn. Some of these MMA nerds get on my damn nerves. Nerds online, period. Fuck all of you who talk <laughs> online like you're going to do something. Fuck you and fuck Ariel Hawani. That's what I got to say. <laughs> uh, I think mine is God. I'm waiting to hear Pettis' excuse. I know he's suing uh, USADA right now for opening up that bottle because he got a little cut on his hand or something. I want to hear what the excuse is of why he couldn't get it done against Diego. Yeah, that's not a good look, man. I hate to say that, but for fight, you know, that's not a good, powerful fighter look uh, to be suing over a piss glass. I mean, I don't show know me pictures. Detail. Show me pictures. I don't know how that could. Uh, really be a huge super issue but i'm interested in that too goddamn and hell luke thomas here's my real hot take uncle randy what i want to see is i want to see one of these fuck faces uh 
Brendan Schaub, Luke Thomas, that talk all that shit on Twitter about anybody that thinks there could even have been a little piece of a fix in here. I want to see him say that straight to Nate Diaz's face. None of them got the ball sack to do it. I know Schaub isn't going to do it, goddamn hell. He's already been confronted once by Diaz and said, oh, I don't want the smoke. Diaz brothers will roll up on you and slap the fuck out of you. He shot a big dude, though. Yes, he is. a big dude, though. Nate, Nate, Nate don't want that. Dude, Nate flat out asked him in the back. There's video of it. Nate was like, shit, but, you know, thought we were boys and shit, but you can get it, goddamn. And Shab's like, hey, 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 yeah. don't have any of that. Because, you know, yeah. Nate, you got Nick. It's, it's automatic, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got the whole, you got the whole stopping crew. It's automatic yeah. for sure. <laughs> the whole damn uh, rigmarole. Are you yeah, fucking no. Jake Shields shattering Cub Swanson's knee? Oh, dude. <laughs> he turned the wrong way. That was all Cub. He fucked up. Yeah. He should have been going with Jake anyways. He shouldn't uh, have been. Huge have weight. They have five people, depending on who goes first and who stays in. That guy stays in, and the next one comes out. So they, they had a weight disparity, but that was part of the, the competition. But that was Cub. And he'll say it. He turned the wrong way. He fucked up. Yeah, it was a freak accident, though. I mean, I've rolled those shits. Ha- I mean, it sucks. It's fucking terrible. I hate that for Cub and anybody else. But that shit happens, and it's terrible when it does. But his knee, you know, that that was just a bad split second decision on Cub's part. And like uh, Vince is saying, I don't think he harbors any ill will. I mean, I think he, it sucks for the timing because Cub is an aging fighter, but. Uh, He's in such good shape and shit, and he's hell. He's in that Dillashaw camp with the fucking uh, blood doping and shit. Hell, he'll be fine. He'll dope up a little bit with that goddamn thing healed up real quick. Yeah, yeah. My question is, Dillashaw, that bitch comes back. How do you think he's going to get treated? Boo! You for cheating like that intentionally, and I don't mind if people slam a little, you know, test, you know, to. To pump up a little bit, not in baseball. I don't. I don't care. That that's cool. But when you're hitting somebody, when you're punching somebody, you know you can't cheat like that. EPO giving you that endurance, uh, uh, so you can outlast the tired fighter. Fuck you for cheating, man, for sure. Well, and it makes it look even worse, right? He's like the Lance Armstrong of MMA, right? Because he was so diehard that it's not me and fuck the cheaters and no alpha male were the ones that were doing steroids. Come to find out, he popped. And uh, I think he's, you know, I think there's going to be a big difference in fighter. I knew he had been roiding for years. I've said it to people before, before he got busted. He had the orangutan nipples, goddamn. I know steroids when I see him. Some bitch has gyno, goddamn. He'd cut weight and get super skinny, have these little puffy nipples like a damn 11-year-old girl. I know he does steroids, goddamn. Hell, it doesn't take nothing. I tell people, you're stupid. He's clean. Bitch, he's got orangutan nipples. He's done steroids. <laughs> are turned down, goddamn. That's not natural. Yep. That's from inducing testosterone, goddamn, and not having a proper uh, you hormone. No, you didn't PCT, yeah? Post-psychotherapy. <laughs> right. He didn't run his fucking Novadex and Clomid, goddamn. Hell, he didn't do it right. Hey, goddamn. You know talk, talking about. Talking like man. a couple steroid users. That's what I'm hearing. Hey, you got, you got <laughs> to know your shit. I have it all around. Uncle Randy knows everything. We do got a good question here. I want to answer from yeah. uh listener here. Bobby who's the number who's the number one fighter in the oh, UFC? Putting Connor aside, who's the face of the franchise? Hmm. I mean, number one fighter is John Jones, right? Or uh I like that. Right now, as a face, 
Aside from Connor, I mean, you got nobody. GSP still, really. Who else do they talk about? I mean, Jorge, kind of like they're 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 pumping him up a little bit more. He's getting a little more airtime on everything. Uh, every time he's around, they make sure that they show him. He had that spotlight. He had like the YouTube channel that he was putting out. They're helping pump out. Masvidal is actually becoming a face of the franchise, in my opinion. Yeah, I got to go with Jorge right now, right? Like John Jones. Definitely the most dominant champion, but uh, I don't think his numbers are trending like Cortez are. I saw somebody had posted like the Max Lives, you know, YouTube channel, and then all the views, and Cortez blowing blowing everything away right now. So him and Israel, I think, are the two big time mm. guys, the more charismatic guys right now. Um, yeah, and and definitely not Henry Sadudu. That dude, <laughs> <laughs> terrible, bro. What great name? Garbage. Garbage, Henry. Garbage, doo doo. <laughs> that's a hot take. That's, that's the worst shtick of them all. Yes. Uh, so bad, bro. When he says bend the knee, I, I want to just slap everybody, not just him. I want to slap anyone standing next to me when he says that. It's so not authentic that I can't even begin right. to buy into it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's not authentic. I mean, you no. saw him come out before he fought DJ. I'm an Olympic champion. Dude, he was such the nice guy. Like, you felt bad when DJ beat the shit out of him. Mighty Mouse fucked him up that first time. Like, it was quick. Just them knees to the body shut him down. Kind of felt bad. Like, they, he was a nice guy. And then to come out, I won the belt. I won the, the second belt. And now I'm laying with my shit all, like, porno. So I, like, you need to calm the fuck down, bro. He, he almost reminds me of somebody from, like, Disney Channel trying to prove that they're now an adult. Never watched the Disney Channel, so I don't know. I, I got kids, man. You know what it is. You see them little kids. As a kid growing up, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. Musketeers, you had Britney Spears as a kid fucking pumping out. Like, I'm innocent. And it's like, ah, oh, nah, man. I'm, I'm here to fuck. It's like, oh, all right. It's, <laughs> I'm an adult now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's that switchover. And that's almost what he's doing. But because he's not authentic, I mean, I think that's why people hate on Jones so much, right? They were mad because he was trying to play the nice guy when really he was a dick, dude. Just be the dick. Be the, be the dick, dick dude. Be the dick. And I, I do have one that's uh, worse than Henry Sadudu. And I don't <laughs> want to mention his new fucking name, man. But uh, it's all throwing smoke, man. Just keep throwing it. Hashtag ass clown for sure. At least Henry Sadudu, uh, it, 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 it's come up with something that's unique. It's his own. This guy is just copying everything that Connor has done. And he for sure is the biggest ass clown in MMA. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, this question, like seeing it written right here by uh, Bobby Moore, Bob, um, kind of puts into perspective to me, like, fuck, maybe it is Connor still. Like, I don't even know if it's debate, like, for the uh, regular people, like, if you got to have a face, who I'm trying to think who they picture when you say UFC, I bet most of them it, it is Connor fucking McGregor. Oh, I thought we were excluding Connor. He for no, sure. I am. I'm just saying that it makes me think we are excluded. That's the question: is to exclude him, but it just makes me realize how powerful Connor is. Oh yeah, but he's going to go with Adesanya as, although he isn't yet. I think he has the potential to uh, the greatest that there's ever been. I know guys that have trained with him. Uh, Warren Thompson trained with him um, and has told me some stories about him that he's just another level animal. People don't 
realize how tough that guy we're gonna find out goddamn go because he's going with yoel romero nobody yep. wants to fight that motherfucker i don't care who you are you don't want that smoke i don't want that smoke <laughs> i don't wish that smoke on nobody and he still beat costa in that fucking fight yoel got robbed goddamn yeah if he has a uh, an outstanding performance right there that's his shot for his his yeah. uh stop to skyrocket he if he can do something spectacular there then uh, he might be the next face of the ufc yeah no that's yeah. definitely I, a good I, pick I, dude style benders the shit bro uh we have a fabian dude, if he h put, in the chat i don't know if you've, you've seen him he's still yeah, smoke to see. the chat yeah let's see here i did see a question from uh from him i want to get to him shit yeah, he asked if you wanted to smoke and hang out. You guys can kiss. Or- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to derail what you were going to say. I just thought it was pretty funny. I'm, I'm watching the chat go up, talking shit. Yeah, I don't ask smoke, baby. That uh, This has been, uh, I think, one of my funnest episodes that I've had. My fact that I've, I won't ever stand again because I've spilt two beers right now. First the can, then the cup. You know what I mean? Like Because I'm standing up, this is very different. Not used to it yet. But I, to be honest, I mean, we're just throwing smoke after smoke after smoke on anybody, anybody that want to come get it. Yes, sir. And I mean, I, I, I prefer it, though, this method of when people are talking shit out, because you look at what we said, right? Most of the stuff we agreed on, few things me and Vince disagreed on. I don't have a problem with that. That was good discourse. You don't have to get so damn ugly and dig in. All of a sudden, like these MMA turds do, these little these little cucks that uh, you know they aren't doing shit. They're watching their wives get banged at home. Goddamn, I know they are. They're at mommy's basement, son. You gotta get it together. Goddamn, get out in the real world. They don't want it. Uh, shit. I don't want cuckolds. Fucking cuckolds. <laughs> uh, oh well, shit. Well, this has been a blast, guys. Goddamn hell, I love it. I can't. Uh, I can't wait. Vince, you know you're welcome anytime. Goddamn, we love you. Okay. Yes. Sad that I missed the last one. And then I was wondering, you guys hadn't been up uh, for some time in the holidays, right? Yeah. Oh, we had a break. Withdrawals and shit. And I'm like, what's, what's up? What <laughs> God damn. Uh, we got to get it. We're going to put this out there, though. Every fucking uh, week or two weeks when we put out an episode, I'm down with putting this out there. If people really have a problem, it's, you know, we're men enough. Come on and talk. If you got real disco, let's see how it is. Now, I know you're not going to do it, goddamn, because you're a bunch of cuckolds, right? Most of you. Now, there's some of you I respect out there in MMA Twitter, good dudes and chicks that know their shit. Nothing but respect. But these people that just want to disagree and in, in hopes that a fighter is going to become their best buddy. That's bullshit. I see right through it, L. Everybody does. But you come <laughs> on, plead your case, goddamn. I'm willing to listen. Uh, Bring that shit. That's fucking awesome. Well, shit, Joe. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, I want to give you a chance, Vince. Uh, shout out again where they can uh, reach you with your real estate stuff. You're a big dude in the real estate out there in uh, California, aren't you? Yes, sir. LA County, San Diego as well. Uh, we awesome. do good business for sure. I can most easily be found. Just had type a uh, hashtag the V Ramos method into Google. And then my Remax stuff pops up. My websites pop up. That's that's all you need to know. The V. Ramos method. We just keep it real. We do good business. That's it. That's what's up. Beautiful. I'm uh, Uncle Randy, married AF, uh, married as fuck on Twitter or on the uh, smoke throwing 
on our that's our Twitter feed, right, Joe? And that smoke throwing on Twitter, yeah, where you're lighting everybody up, yeah, that's where they're at. Yeah. That's where you're at. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get a <laughs> uh, a stern letter from uh, Luke Thomas here soon, or his people. <laughs> because, uh, you know, Luke fucked around, insulted my boy Nate Diaz. I just can't have it. I, you know, you can't do that. You got to know who you're talking about because I know you wouldn't say that to them. You'll say it to these cuckolds because most of them aren't going to do a damn thing. I get it. They're going to say they're sorry, but you, some of these real ones, you don't want to fuck around and walk up on them. Goddamn hell. You'll learn. Facts. Luke, learn. Uh, but I, yeah, you can find us there. I'm at any pod will do on Twitter, Instagram, although mainly on Twitter, watching every thing go down watching uncle randy talk shit to everybody uh and then i'm with the inner circle you can go to innercirclepn.com find me there everything there gta we're going back at it again this thursday grand theft auto goddamn pew pew man shoot shoot some guns try to do a heist do some crime that you can't do in real life i mean you Hell, could I just love- you know i'm not trying yeah, to die. i don't know about shit it's easy. I wish I could, but I don't know how to do it. Hell, every time I try to learn a game, my son, my 14-year-old, uh, he does all that shit, and he just leaves me in the dark. I don't know, God. I don't have enough room brain. It is small. <laughs> I mean, y'all hear me. I got a southern draw, goddamn. I'm not a smart man. But I know fighting pretty well. Like, you know, this is – I love this shit. And uh, I know I went a little Eddie Bravo on y'all here, goddamn, but look into it. That's all I'm saying. Look into it. Look into it. Yeah, uh, pass the weed. Pass the weed, Vince. Pass it around. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Moore, yeah. thank you in the chat. And uh, Fabian, I don't know who that is, but thank you for hanging out. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Joe B, send us out, brother. Hell yeah, dude. This has been Throwing Smoke. You know what it is. Come get this shit every fucking week. I think we're going to start doing this more, bringing you motherfuckers in here. Come get some. Test your knowledge. Oh. Test our knowledge. Come get it. Goddamn hell, we're open. Fuck yeah. All right, well, uh, Vince, appreciate Jeez. you, man. Joey, Hell love yeah, you, dude. Awesome. You were like just fucking perfect podcaster. Just jump right into this shit. Champ. Good shit. Thanks for having me. All right, y'all be good, boys. We'll see y'all later. Yes, sir. Peace. Give me a hit of that. Oh, you, you left the broadcast? He didn't He didn't leave. Oh, all, right. all right, I guess I'm just here by myself. Well, this has been another exciting edition of Throwing Smoke. Make sure that you go to Smoke Throwing on Twitter, Married as Fuck on Twitter, or any pod will do on Twitter. And while you're at it, go to innercirclepn.com. Check out this shit on the Inner Circle Presents feeds or here live on our YouTube channel. You want to come fuck with us? Come fuck with us in the chat, baby. You know what it is. Throwing with smoke, motherfucker. (laughs) 